When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. He pioneered Jets blogging and podcasting. He brought smiles to the faces of Jets fans all over the world. He was there through the good and bad. And then, one day... He vanished. People far and wide wondered, where has he gone? When will he return? Thankfully, the answer is now. The OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not, not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts, Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother, testify. On Play Like a Jet Digital. Welcome back to There's Always Next Year, the podcast on the Play Like a Jet Network. I am your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. And with me, as always, are Travis Milton, who you can find on Twitter at dash 37 board 27 and Josh Conrad, who you can find on Twitter, Josh underscore Conrad. Fellas, it's been an eventful few months. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, but before we get to that, March Madness is is uh, is going on right now. There's been a lot of talk about Juwan Howard, about his hugging skills and his punch throwing skills. Um, what are some of the best after game kind of awkward, weird moments that you can remember kind of in your sports viewing lifetime? Do you guys have any, any good ones? I'll try and think of some more. You guys. I, uh, I, I was at the, the UConn Syracuse game at MSG, um, when Danny Hurley and Jalen Adams, um, embraced after a really big win, seemed like UConn was kind of coming back. Early in Danny Hurley's uh, tenure here, still current head coach, um, and they are in each other's faces. You've seen the gift; they're they're pumped up after this big win. <laughs> and in about a half a second, Danny Hurley's got to turn to the nose picker Jim Beheim and shake his hand and give him the old "Oh yeah, like hey, good game." And like the immediate like 
100% intensity of a huge win with your star player into condolence, fake condolence to the losing coach. Uh, that that was maybe one of the five highlights of my UConn fandom um, mm. was watching Danny Hurley give the fake condolence to a Jim Beheim seconds <laughs> after pumping up to 100% with Jalen Adams on the right at center court at MSG. It was pretty fantastic, guys. That's uh, pretty good. Travis, do you have any uh... – any memorable post-game awkward moments uh, well, that, that come ever, around? ever, 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 forever go? Uh, Celtics Bulls, Mikhail trying to run off courts and not <laughs> shake hands, <laughs> um, and then no uh, Pistons, Pistons Celtics. No, 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 oh. no, no. This is prior to the Pistons. This is the this uh. is the game. Uh, this this is uh, Celtics Bulls prior to the Pistons thing where uh, everybody tried to run off court and Mikhail did not want to shake hands and you're, Jordan you're right. legit just like runs yeah, up okay. and Mikhail turns around. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, cool. And you know, everyone kind of romanticized it for a little while until, until the Jordan doc came out. And then they were like, Oh, so they were trying to run off and not shake hands too. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. I remember, uh, but the I, Pistons Bulls one is well, Pistons Bulls and Bulls Pistons because I mean it happened both ways. Yeah, Pistons Celtics. The Celtics walked off the floor, and then the Pistons did it to the Bulls, which That's was covered well in so the last Pistons, dance. Celtics and then oh. Pistons Bulls. Yes, yeah. the the yeah, Celtics it when, did it first. It Mikhail, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mikhail that I remember that was like, no, nah, no, nah, fuck that. I'm not doing this. And then somebody <laughs> caught him, um, and was and yeah. he was like, oh yeah, fuck it, cool. Yep. Yeah, amazing. I, I don't know if you saw this. You know, we, we talked a little bit about Urban Meyer this fall. I don't know if you saw when he played his uh, his former player Mike Vrabel. Um, and uh, it, I think I can't remember if it was the last game that Urban did he Meyer get a lap dance from Vrabel or like how did that? <laughs> I think he did. I think he did. Uh, uh, Vrabel's running off, and he kind of you know just he, he probably knows better than to try and go in for a big a big move or whatever. So he just kind of runs by him, and you know. You know, you know, slaps his hand into his and gives him a you know hearty shake, and then off he goes. But Urban Meyer is just walking off the field like a I don't know, like just a like a like a zombie. He's just like a you know thousand mile stare zombie, just walking off the field. You know, one mile an hour. Just didn't even look. Didn't even look at Rabel. Didn't even say anything. Just was like, yeah, yeah whatever. Um, See, you guys had I some other ones. I would picture myself in that situation, like doing yeah. like the full John Travolta. Uh, Saturday Night Fever, just like, okay, I'm just, I'm strutting my way out, even after a <laughs> loss, even like, whatever, like, no, like, like, I'm brushing you off my shoulder, like, nope, nope. Yep, yep, I, uh, I, I, any other good ones, I mean, obviously, we had all the Belichick Mangini ones, which were, those were amazing. Oh, yeah. Icy. Those were amazing. I see. But at they were icy. They were so icy. And they, it was like, they just, they know that they procedurally had to do this thing, but then it became such a, um, and then even when Rex Ryan was there too, it was the same, same thing. Um, I feel like there was be- an Al Grow one even like when, like, Oh yeah. I feel like there was one where like Belichick just kind of was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You're here. Bye. <laughs> but there, but like it, it became this thing that was like so built up upon that, like the like it was just like a swarm of reporters that would just mob the area 
like to get there to, you know, try and get a picture. And then the actual shakes themselves were less eventful than like the rugby scrums that were forming around Rex Ryan and Bill Belichick or around Eric Mangini and Bill Belichick, which was just to me hilarious. It was like nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd. Uh, I legit like got salty this year after the (laughs) Tampa Bay Jets game when like Brady came over and was like, Hey man, yeah, I mean, you know, and hugs Zach Wilson was like, Yeah, you're gonna get there, man. Like, I can't remember, like he, it was like this super positive kind of thing. It's like, dude, he kicked your ass. Right, right. For freaking uh, like literally 58 minutes of yeah, this 58 game. 58 minutes of that game. Yeah, 58 minutes um, of that game. But you know, it's it's all 60. And it's you're all coming by 60. and and yeah, sure, your goat, whatever, what the fuck ever. But like this freaking dude that has not proven himself kick your ass for 58 minutes. You're going to come by and be like, Hey man. Yeah, that was a great game. You're going to do amazing. Like you got a great few. I would have legit, if I was Zach Wilson, like freaking, I would have, I would have knuckled up. I would have put, yeah. I would have put like a Jamie Foxx. <laughs> like I would have been like Jamie Foxx on, on the LL Cool J filming uh, any given Sunday and just like knuckled up. That's right. Uh, it was, you know, it was a good moment. And I mean, hopefully we don't have to have any more of those moments where we where we're, uh, we're playing that guy over again. So, well, we um, thought we would, but we thought we thought uh, any other excellent moments. I, you guys had some in the, the pre-tape. Uh, what, what were some of the other ones that came to mind? Did we talk Harbaugh Jim, Schwartz? The gyms? Yeah. The gyms. <laughs> the gyms, and then we'll leave it. Jim Harbaugh, the maybe least socially aware person on the planet, uh, dapping up. Schwartz on his back after a big Niners win and let's just say Jim Schwartz did not take kindly he chased him off the field caused the whole team to circle up um the big old bear slap on the back we just won not realizing you just slapped the back of the coach you beat uh fantastic just home run in un unawareness on uh on Jimmy Harbaugh's part Jim Schwartz is like the guy that like you know he's like your friend where he's probably not that athletic He's probably not that good in a fight, but he's just nuts. Like he's the guy who would like hit the beer bottle over his own head. Like, let's get into a fight. Come on, let's go. He's like that guy. Cause he was like a little in that incident. He was like a little, you know, like a little terrier kind of like trying to chase down Jim Harbaugh after that, after that moment, it was, it was hilarious. It was so good. And then Jim, and then like, you know, think about Jim Harbaugh and Jim Schwartz, like, I mean, let's face it, most NFL coaches are just, you know, pathological, you know, ego, you know, egocentrists. But um, I mean, Jim Harbaugh, you know, his his ego is legendary. Um, Jim Schwartz was the guy who after he was the head coach, I'm trying to remember, he was like the head coach in Detroit. And then he was like the D.C. in Buffalo and like Buffalo beat Detroit like in in Detroit that the next year or maybe two years later and he he commanded his defensive players to put him on his shoulders like he's like put me on your shoulders put me on your shoulders the players were like no we're not going to put you on our shoulders dude like stop asking us to put you on put you on our shoulders <laughs> so good just, uh anyway well i don't, I don't mean to take this on a weird level but uh yes, I, please I'm do at my second restaurant and yes i found on the counter <gasps> the liner Billy to Billy Ray Cyrus's shot full of love. 
Oh my God! Wow, what, is that like? I don't even know that there's a song what? any of us would know on this. Like this is like no. a deep cut Billy Ray Cyrus record. Amazing. So where did it come what from? The, what? Uh, Dude, I mean, but I look, gonna, look, look at what he's wearing. Look at that mullet. Those like oh, leathery geez. jeans. I mean, that was like that was like classic, like achy breaky heart era, right? Isn't that no? Isn't this, that achy breaky heart? Most achy breaky heart. Oh my god, this is that's 1998. So that was yes, album. it's 98. This is I don't know a single song on this. Not that I would, oh but I'm. I feel like this is like some weird deep cut. Okay, here here's what we're gonna do. Wow. So I, I don't I don't have the technology to do it right now today, but we'll do another podcast before the draft, and we will we will find the video for Shot Full of Love. And I'm real uncomfortable do, with that name. Yeah. <laughs> how, how much filling up the shot? How glass? is that a country album name? <laughs> That's an uh, it R. Seems Kelly pretty country album to me. That that is R. Kelly sweat. I mean, that is yeah. that is not. Yeah. A country album. <laughs> that is well, you know, in that 1998, <laughs> kind of 94 to 98 era, there was a lot of crossover where you'd have like one country person do a song and then you'd have like an R&B person do the same song. So like maybe there's another version of that song somewhere. Like, I, I am the know. only the uh-huh. only like legit the look that I got when I read the name of the album was. <laughs> Don't talk about it. I know it. you can't hear that look, but like you might be able to hear it in my voice. I was slightly right. sickened. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. We, we have some jet stuff to talk about, guys. 
Uh, the Jets have just gone through free agency. They're still making some signings and still some players are moving hither and thither. But but by and large, I mean, the big the big work is done. We're sitting here on Monday, March 21st, and uh, the Jets are still as far as over the cap projects. Uh, I believe they're about 25 million under the cap. Is that even right? How could that be right? Um so, yeah, so they still have room to play. Obviously, I would expect most of that will go into deals for existing players that they want to extend at some point this year. Um, but, you know, there's a number of uh, players who have left and, you know, players they brought on. So let's go through the players that won't be back with the Jets uh, next year first, and then we'll talk about the players that they are adding. So the big ones that we want to talk about are, of course, Marcus May, starting safety for many years, started alongside Jamal Adams, um, really came into his own uh, last year uh, as a player, seemed to play pretty well before, um, you know, he's had some injuries and stuff o- over the course of his career, but good player. Um, so he he's going to the Saints. Uh, uh, Morgan Moses, former right tackle, who was there for the season, um, he will be playing. He played almost all the snaps this season. Um, he will be playing for um, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and then also the, the Jets, uh, Folo uh, Fadakasi is going, the defensive line, interior defensive lineman. He will be playing for the new look Jaguars, uh, this coming, this coming year. He was a part-time player for the team. Did it, did a great job, you know, when, when he was called upon, I think, you know, played, played decently. Uh, and then lastly, uh, the linebacker who was injured, um, Pretty pretty early in the year, as I recall, uh, according to Over the Cap, he only played 2.8 of all um, of all available snaps, 2.8 percent of all snaps. Um, uh, Blake Cashman was traded mm. was traded for like a seventh round pick to the to the Houston. We'll Texas. take it. Okay, we'll take it. Um, so I don't know any thoughts on those guys specifically. So May Moses, uh, Cashman, and and Fadakasi. Um, I am bummed May's gone. It felt like just starts and stops and injuries and, you know, in Jamal's shadow and then trying to climb out of it. You know, there were there were bright spots. There was a lot of disappointment. Felt like a perfect guy that will fall into um, hopefully some more football success on his second team. Um, ultimately, not terribly sad to see him go. Just sad it didn't really work out. Yeah. Any any thoughts there, Travis? I mean, I'm 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 sad about May mainly because like I I I liked May. Um, outside of that, like I I think that he really needed a fresh start. Like after like with the DUI, with all the kind of stuff, everything that happened like within that this past year, the injury, the tumultuous kind of uh, franchising, like everything. Um, I think it's best for him, best for the Jets. Um, I'm I'm sad about Fadakasi. I mean, like, uh, you know, local guy um, kind of came into his own a lot, but you know, it's it's not. If if there's anything the Jets have had luck in over the past, you know, 10, 12 years, it's finding those roadblock. Um, you know, depending on the the defensive scheme, no tackle, you know, like. You know, just those big guy run stuffing guys, and Fadakasi really was that. You know, for us for the past few years, and I'm, I'm sad to see him go, especially being somewhat of a homegrown, uh, you know, kind mm-hmm. of talent. But outside of that, I don't. I've, I've got no love loss for anybody that's gone. Um, 
I've, I've even got like a little bit of love loss for some of the people we re-signed. I'm like, why are we re-signing guys on a, you know, a year where we won four games? Like there's, <clears throat> you know, uh, depth, great. But as long as we're looking at it for depth. But yeah, Fada Costi is really the only one I'm sad about leaving. Yeah, I I, uh, I like the way he played. I think he played fine last year. He might not be, you know, a long-term fit for for what the team is is trying to do. But, yeah, it's hard to fault a guy who's a late-round pick who, you know, finds his way into a starting or, you know, heavy rotational, um, you know, situation and not want to cheer for them and not want to see them kind of stick with the team. So, so yeah, lo- losing him is, is a little bit of, you know, kind of one of those sad moments, but the, the Jets do, you're always going to have those sorts of players. Every team's going to have those sorts of players that eventually you're going to, you're going to have to decide is the money that we'd have and have to invest in, the, in this person on a second deal, uh, you know, worth, worth keeping them around. And so in the case of Fadakasi just seemed like the, the team's not willing to make that, um, that sort of, um, an investment and that, you know, that might be an indication of kind of what is, what is to come, right. What is to come in terms of free agency and probably more importantly in the NFL draft. Um, I think, I Marcus, think the only reason I got like miffy about it was uh, we re-signed Nathan Shepard, but not him. And I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> uh, in terms of just like the, his ability and play and that sort of thing uh, ver- versus follow. And I mean, Nathan Shepard, mm. I think is older than I am. Was he sixty four? He's uh, oh, he's eighty two. Actually, eighty two. He was he was uh, he had a recurring role with um with the Golden Girls. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. I feel like Um, he did. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, no, he. You're right. I mean, if you're looking at the two of them objectively, Shepard had a worse year um with the team, right? He he had a worse year with the team, and right, if he is already how how old do you say is? I gotta go look it up. Seventy three. I think he's like thirty four. No, no, he's 32, he I think, to, to be honest. But. 32. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but he was only drafted four years ago. So it's like, what is uh, happening? No. What is happening? Uh, no, he's 28. He's 28. So, but still, so, but, getting drafted four years ago, he got drafted when he yes, was 24. Right. Yeah, so if you get drafted when you're 24, like, that, <laughs> that is not good, right? Like, the, the idea – there's – in the metrics community, there's this very simple – proof point on hey if you're a good player at 19 and you are beating up on guys that are 20 21 years old you know maybe even 22 years old like that's a pretty good indication that as you continue to age up you're going to be continue to be better than those players that's why when you're looking at wide receivers um, you know, you're looking at, are they coming out as a sophomore redshirt, sophomore or junior, as opposed to a, like a fifth year senior, right? Like there's a reason why Kevin white, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why Kevin white, ex, you know, imploded in the NFL. One of them is the fact that he came into the league at like 23 years old. Yeah. Right? So he, he was, you know, posting up massive numbers against guys who were four years younger than him. Right. So, so to the point of what we're saying here, right. The same thing applies. If you're having your best statistical year or your best kind of graded out year as a 24 year old, you know, senior, like, you know, you should have already been playing, you know, against, you know, whatever the Patriots offensive line for two years at that point. Um, so, yeah, so that is, that is definitely a, you know, 
a, a, a worry. And, and so, right, there are times where things are a little different. Like if you think back to like Sione Bua, right, when he was with the Jets, like he was very late, but he also did like a Mormon mission. And there were some other things yeah. kind of like thrown in there that made him like a late recruit. Um, and he didn't come on until kind of, you know, almost at the end of his first contract, I think it was under Rex Ryan where it really came on. So anyway, so, so just to say like age is a, is a serious factor and you're right to factor here. If he's 28, right. You, you want to go year to year or, you know, maybe he's not someone who makes that a camp because they're going to bring in other people, but he does provide depth. All right. Um, anything else, any bad, anything about Morgan Moses? I, I mean, we talked about may, I agree. I think it was kind of a star cross situation. Once Jamal Adams left, the writing was on the wall. They paid him the, you know, the, um, uh, franchise last year. And, you know, if anything, you hope, well, maybe it, it does the jets well in terms of compensatory picks next year, you know, his contract that he got with the saints will help them, but based on the signings they made, I don't, I don't know how much we'll, um, we'll get in terms of compensatory picks, but this is the sort of thing that Joe Douglas wants to do. He wants to let some of these players that someone is going to overvalue walk and get a third or fourth rounder, you know, the successive year. Uh, any sorry, anything else about Morgan Moses specifically? I mean, with Mo- Moses, um, you know, I'll get into it more when we talk about who we signed. Uh, but you know, it goes back again to kind of what we're talking about with Shepard. Uh, like Moses is on tail end; like it's he's at that point where he's operating and and at a very high level for uh, a player of his age. But you know, getting a player like slightly younger for a better, better spot, like I think is a better, better way to go. Um, and, yeah. I, and also skill set, um, like uh, LT um, for what the offense were running, like he is perfectly fit. Moses was great, but we had to do a lot of, of kind of plugging in and, and, and kind of moving around the way the offensive scheme is, I think over the past year uh, and he fit into being somebody that's experienced and can, you know, switch, change, whatever um, on length, sitting past, you know, like a lot of different things I'll talk about with LZ, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not like, I love the dude to death. He killed it last year, but like, I, I never saw a future with him uh, because he's, he's too, too good to be a death player, but also he's too old to like count on to be there, you know, for the long yeah, three, yeah, for, for, the for next multiple four years, years or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's fair, right? And it was kind. Of, it seemed like um, when they signed Moses last year, it seemed like, oh, where are they going to play this guy? Are they going to move him inside? And then they didn't. And then Becton got injured, and like it was a you know, thank goodness they had Moses, right? Like it, you know, allowed mm-hmm. things to to kind of quickly um, swap around. So so let's talk about some of the players that the team had. They did resign a number of players. I'll buzz through them, um, in, you know, in a moment here. But let's talk about the guys that they brought in. So the, the first one you've already mentioned there, Travis, is uh, Lakin Tomlinson, left guard. Uh, well, played left guard with the, with the Niners. Uh, will probably play right, I would guess, with the Jets, but um, Travis, start with you. Just any any thoughts on on Tomlinson and his addition to this line? I mean, from everything I hear, he's going to play right. Um, and I, you know, I had to go back a little bit, but he he played right uh, for the bulk of his college career. To be honest, um, at Duke, um, love the guy in pass blocking. Uh, he's really good. He's got really good length. He's really good at at put at. So when I was playing, you used to call this popping and locking. Um, 
you, 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 you got the length, you push out and then you sit like he's, he's got that great length on both legs, arms to do that and, and really kind of just lock up a defender coming out. Uh, but because of that in run blocking, he's got a little bit of like, he goes too high, he goes too low. He's got, you know, his length is a little bit lanky, but he still fits in the system so much better than Morgan's, Morgan Moses does because he does have that length, that flexibility. He's good on the run, good at engaging. Um, he's bad in space, but good at getting a second level. But um, I still think it's an improvement, and uh, especially in pass blocking. And I think that's the biggest thing uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts there, Josh? Yeah, um, you know, obviously coming from San Francisco, you feel like, you know, if – if Robert Sala even had a sense of the guy that he was there in that offense, uh, you know, a lot of the scheming that they do, um, it is encouraging to think that, you know, we're going to Im- improve that position over a guy like Morgan Moses, which who was, as we just talked about, a little bit of a depth signing and a little bit of kind of plug and play um, as needed. But to have a guy come in that hopefully brings some stability to the right side um, coming out of a scheme that Salah is was at least around. Maybe he wasn't fully familiar with it, but was around and gets a sense that that guy still has um, a lot of football left to play. Um, I'm all about it, and so I always defer to Trav on offensive line talk. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I having having an ABG and an LT um, alongside the other guys seems like we're we're moving in the right direction. And let's be honest, top of the draft, we could be we could be adding some studs there as well. So um, could be a really encouraging a very pro uh, free agent and draft season for one Travis Milton on this podcast yes. pump that we're investing in the offensive line. Yeah. I Offensive line and golden girls. <laughs> <laughs> if Travi, if Travi ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. That's what I'm learning. <laughs> that's valid. Yeah, that's, it comes to the, the freaking offensive line. You are correct. <laughs> that is, that is very true. So I, I think you, you, you hit it well in that, like there, yeah, there are, could are there better players out there than Lakin Townsend? Of course there are. But in terms of free agency, in terms of who is available, in terms of um, a guy who you know, you know, Brandon Scherf, who I really like as you know as a player, um, you know he he's great, but like he can't stay on the field. I'm like eh, we already have one of those guys, right? So so yeah. in this case, this is a player who has at least historically up until now proven to be durable. And so the hope here is that if he can, you know, that durability can maintain going forward, right. It's a big upgrade, you know, at a big position for, for this, for this line. Um, And, and right. Could they do better in the run support? Well, sure. But you know, this is a guy who (laughs) the team, the team had 53 sacks last year. So, um, you know, let, yeah, let's get that number down. Let's worry about that before we're, you know, overly worried. I will tell you, I talk a crap ton about geometry. LT is better at geometry than Scherf is. Right. I believe. And it. Yeah, for, I, for an offensive lineman to be able to like understand squaring up at angles as you get towards the second level, he mm-hmm. may not like hit the right point of contact, but he has the awareness to understand attack angles. And that's what I love about this dude. Um, on the line and as moving towards the second angle, like second level, he can't angle up. Scherf cannot on the second level. So I was more psyched about this. I, I was not stoked about Scherf at all, to be honest. Right. Like I know a yeah. lot of people were, but like LT, like, like well, Thomason, like I was stoked about that. 
I think a lot of the Scherf thing comes from the fact that, you know, he was whatever the fourth pick, you know, it's just pedigree. Yeah. Right. It's like people have this kind of draft capital, you know, memory, right. Of, of who he is. And he's not really proven to be that. Um, so right. Of the two, given what you'd have to invest in both players, I think we got the better player. So um, great. All right. Other players will, will stay with the offense here. Um, the jets brought in not one, but two count them two tight ends, gentlemen, um, CJ Uzoma, uh, formerly of the Bengals, um, he probably had his best career year just this past year, which would make sense on a team that um, that just went to the Super Bowl. Um, and then also uh, Conklin, um, TJ Conklin, right? Is that, am I saying? Yeah, TJ Conklin. Uh, yeah, Tyler Conklin. Good. Tyler. Uh, Tyler Conklin um, from Minnesota. Who? So th- they're an interesting pair. I have thoughts on these guys, but I'm curious what what you think, and then I'll – I'll kind of back clean up here. So Josh, what, what are your thoughts on the tight ends? I know you have been in the desert for a long time. You've been thirsty for some tight ends. So, so talk to me. I've been, I've been staring at a picture of Dustin Keller for way too long, boys. It's time to update, update the tight end crush in my world. Uh, I I'm a big fan of Uzuma. Um, there was a play now, some of its scheme in the, I think it was the Bengals chiefs game. I'm not sure if it was that one or their first round game where he just got completely free in the middle of a field um, maybe a defensive lapse, but man, the fact that that guy could take, could take a pass 60 yards for a touchdown. Um, we, to be away from plotting tight end play feels like a home run. So, um, a lot of athleticism in that guy, a lot of the ability to stretch the field. Um, I would never, you know, he probably comps more on the category of TJ Kelsey's than he does to a blocking tight end. I'm not saying he's TJ. I'm not saying that he's, that he's Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. Um, but I am saying that CJ Uzuma gives gives um, not just a outlet for for Zach Wilson, but a guy that could legit make some plays down the field. So excited to see that guy run rampant across between the um, between the hash marks and see see what we can start to do across the middle of the field again. So very excited about that signing. Um, high, high hopes that he's uh, he's a couple year starter here for us. Uh, Travis, any thoughts on, uh, on I'm glad he I'm glad he went with uh, him because I am uh, I'm full bore on Conklin, man. Like Conklin is uh, my new Dustin Keller because one of the things that was underrated and still underrated about Dustin Keller is his blocking. Um, Conklin, there, there's there were only four tight ends that ended up in the top fifteen in both categories of pass blocking and catching, and Conklin was there. Dude spent most of his career as a pass blocker. Um, Similar to CJ, like he this past year, you know, kind of like broke out in catching. Uh, whereas Zuma, like he's he's more of a little bit downfield stretch. Conklin is the dude that can really work the interior routes. Uh, that combined with his pass blocking, like I freaking love the hell out of this dude. Yeah, I am I, I, so stoked about that guy. Yeah, I'm I'm excited too. I think Zuma certainly is going to be the locker room leader. I think he's going to be the veteran presence. I think he's going to, you know, help out in, in a lot of the intangible ways. And yes, does he have some burst, you know, to, as, you know, as we say, like break away on a, on a play here or there. Um, absolutely. But you know, that that's not his profile, right? He's not Dustin Keller. He's not going to, you know, eat up 15 yards of cushion, you know, in, in, in two seconds and then just, you know, blow by people. Um, that's not really Uzoma's game. Um, 
so I would expect him to, you know, kind of parked on the line more, staying in the block more. Um, they will use him in sneaky manners. They'll use him in red zone plays, that sort of thing. Um, but yes, the Conklin player, he's somebody that I've kind of been watching um, over the last year or two. And so sure he played in Minnesota, which isn't exactly a high volume offense. Um, but you know, he has for, for a tight end, he has upper percentile burst. Like his, his um, kind of burst and agility scores are like, you know, so that's like his, his, um, his vertical, his broad, uh, you know, some of those, some of those kind of numbers, three cones, those sort of things. Um, you know, they're some of the best in the league among tight ends. So he, I think his burst score, which measures, I think that's um, um, blank off the top of my head, but I think it's like uh, vertical and like vertical and broad. Uh, but that's, that's um, like 89th percentile among tight ends. Right. And then his agility score. So that's, um, you know, kind of three cone, that sort of thing. Um, that is like 76 percentile. So like we haven't had this athletic of a tight end. I mean, and then you look at, you know, just some of the comp, comps on a player like this. You go to like mock draftable. You look at some of the comps on him. So, you know, there's some names in there that, you you know, kind of like, ooh, uh, cringe at. But others that you're like, OK, I mean, when you when you see a list of comps, if you see three guys that are like interesting it's like okay we're on the right track so here's i'll give you like the top five or six for mock, mock draftable ben brownecker who was like a harvard guy who um actually pretty athletic uh tj hawkinson is a is a close comp jake stoneburner yeah. from the early um to whatever 2010s um Johnu smith one of the most athletic players you know in the nfl regardless of you know how many passes he gets thrown at him kahale warren um, who was from San Diego State a couple of years ago. Um, you know, there, I mean, there's some guys there. And then, you know, if you just kind of look at other players that are kind of already in the league, you know, Ian Thomas, Austin Hooper, I mean, these are not, right, these are not Kelsey-level players, but these are not terrible players. These are starter-quality players who can put up 500 to 800 yards a season, um, you know, depending on kind of how the offense is, you know, is, uh, you know, routed. Um, so this is a good ad, uh, you know, don't go out and draft him in the first round of your fantasy draft this year, but he, he's a valuable person. He could be valuable on the jet. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Conklin. This was um, my point the other night about like the wide receiver issue. Like when everyone's bitching about, we're not drafting wide receiver. These are the guys that open things up for wide receivers. Right. Yes, right. These for are the, the guys the, the, that, that make, you know, freaking Elijah Moore's money for him. Um, so, yeah, we may not be going out and, and, and trading for Robert Woods. We may, may you know, I, I saw a huge Twitter uproar about that, but it's like we sign the people that are going to make our receivers mm. better. Right. Yeah, actually, that this is a good place to pause on that because there was a lot of frustration, I, I would say, on Jets Twitter around two uh, specific transactions that the Jets were not in on. First, I think we can guess just based on, so Robert Woods is, is the most recent one. Um, the other one is Amari Cooper. And so I, I guess what I'm curious to hear from you two is, um, I don't know, how, how do you feel about that? Do you wish the Jets had had made plays on those? And I, I think like, well, I'm, I'm curious what, what you, you both think. Do you, do you think the Jets have made plays on, on those two guys? I did not want Amari Cooper. Earlier. You go. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, John. <laughs> I I definitely did not want Amari Cooper. Um, felt like the number was going to be too high. Felt like the way that Robert Sell is building this offense, how he and Joe D are putting the, the team together. A guy like Amari Cooper, I just I don't see the fit. I, the the money was going to be too much. Did not seem like 
the type of guy that they go make a splash with, as we're seeing, they're going kind of that second tier um, breakout star potential kind of guys instead of the big name. I feel like you're paying Amari Cooper for what he's already done instead of what he still has left. So I'm glad they didn't go there. Glad they're seemingly not kicking the tires on Julio Jones or anybody else. Um, there were few wide receivers that were going to be out there that I thought if they could make a swing for Devontae Adams, that's a guy I would, I would make that play for, but definitely not, um, definitely not, it would not have been thrilled with the Amari Cooper signing. So glad we stayed away. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Amari Cooper. I just, I think, and l- let me be clear, he's put up some amazing numbers so far, you know, in his career in the NFL. Um, but like, he reminds me a lot of Corey Davis. Like he's like Corey Davis. If Corey Davis was put in a, uh, a situation where they were like funneling the ball to him for, you know, yep. for a period of time. Right. Like, uh, Amari Cooper, you know, put up some great statistical years has had, has had multiple, you know, thousand plus yard seasons. Um, but then what happened, what happened when CD lamb showed up? What did Amari Cooper do that? I mean, he was still an important part of that offense, but he was not the alpha, right? We already have that guy. We have that guy and his name is Corey Davis, right? It's just Corey Davis was, yeah. was not in the sort of offenses that, um, that, you know, Derek Carr was running or that uh, Dak Prescott was running. So like, I, I, right. So to the point, I think you said it so perfectly, Josh, and that like, I think if you pay this guy, you're going to be paying him for the production that you've already had. And I, I just don't know that he could be a person who would put up 1200 yards or, you know, whatever with this, with this team. Um, all right. So, um, so what else, who, who else are we excited about that the Jets brought in um, this, uh, this off season? Any, anybody else? Um, can, can we, can we do, can we do two minutes on Brett? Let's do two minutes on Braxton Berrios. I'm thrilled. Yeah, I'm thrilled sure. back. Yeah. 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 All right. Cheaper yeah, number than Braxton. we thought. It's cheaper in that number than we thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. Six that's million. a that's yeah. a that's still a starter day one in the slot. Love love the chemistry he was building with Zach toward the end of the year. You know that's a guy. Again, some of these things are signals, right, to other players around the league as the NFL um, seemingly takes more like you know, a lot of like the player empowerment stuff. Like it seems to be more and more. You want to be an organization that is going to take care of your guys. If Barrios is wanting to come back on a little bit of a cheaper contract than most people thought he was going to get, um, it signals that the you know the team wants to take care of their guys, build a winning culture. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect signing, perfect dollar figure, um, home run of a signing. So thrilled, thrilled, thrilled. He's back. Yeah, I think you know his signing basically obviates any need for Jameson Crowder, right? So Jameson Crowder will not be back with this team this year, or if he's back, it's going to be at a super friendly deal. Um, and, you know, they're just going to have to duke it out. But right, the way that that Barrios played last year, it's hard not to want to have a player who can, you know, play on special teams and then also contribute out of the slot. Uh, and, and he can do that. And he showed that he could do that. Um, so, right, th- those are the sort of players you want to reward. Um Great. Uh, okay, let's talk quickly about defense. Two big ads on the defensive side. Um, Jordan Whitehead, safety, uh, formerly of the Buccaneers, um, as well as DJ Reed, uh, cornerback for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, both those guys are coming to the Jets. So, Travis, any specific thoughts around um, propping up players around your boy uh, in the secondary? I mean, having Reed and hopefully um, Hall on the other side, uh, you know, I, I think that's going to create some good stuff. Uh, that combined with freaking um, 
God, the guy out of uh, Martin um, from the Texans oh. that we signed. Um, yeah, Jacob that's Martin. One thing yeah, I, I forgot I, him. I yeah, know I talked so much about um, having Carl Lawson, Bryce Huff, mm-hmm. and Martin, Jacob Martin, um, three very athletic pass rushers. Um, two of the three may not get there, but they are going to do so much for the secondary. Um Having Whitehead there, having the Marcus Joyner back, um, a very underrated re-signing, in my opinion, um, I think is going to shore up a ton of the defense. I think a lot of people a lot of people take what was done the past year on offense and defense, where I think if we all took like an objective thought on it, it was very much piecemealing based off of young players, injuries, this, that, and the other. Um the signings and the re-signings are very in line with the offense of the defensive schemes um, on offense. Like you've got to remember it is a Shanahan offense. Like we're going lots of underneath, lots of misdirection, lots of play action, which we didn't do last year because there wasn't the opportunity to defense, lots of freaking lots of the, the defensive line pass rushing and that mid-level linebacker safety point, taking a lot of the brunt to free up defenders. And, you know, that's the thing that I've looked at with the signings. Like it is very congruent with the ideology. And that's what I've been so excited about is that we are adhering to and doubling down on like, this is what we're doing on offense. This is what we're doing on defense. And we're getting the players that have the skill set to do it. And that's what I've been so excited. So I love the DJ Reed. Um, and I love re-signing um, um, Lamarcus Joyner. Like the the, the secondary yeah. signings have been probably some of my favorites and and most exciting points of of free agency. Yeah, I I think I'm with you. I, I, you can't you have and to. Whitehead. Sorry, I didn't talk yeah. about Whitehead. Yeah. Like that dude oh, is yeah. amazing against the run. Like he is great as a roaming safety, better than freaking Blitz Boy. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm really really stoked to actually see him on the field this year um so i'll end it with that yep well uh we're gonna have to run here in a, co- in a couple minutes i've got to go i think you guys have to go um we need to come back and we need to talk about the draft uh in 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 preparation for that so we will we will plan on doing that but you guys are traveling a little bit when can we do such a thing how many weeks out are we talking about Josh, you're going to a foreign country, I believe. Is this true? I I am going to a a, a Middle Eastern country uh, for about a week. Um, it's going to okay. be a blast. Okay. Um, I'm seeing some friends and some people there, so it's just a week for me. I think it's okay. star of the podcast, Mr. Travis oh. Millen, who we might yeah, have to Travis. Uh, what's your accommodate? Deal? I'm not yeah. travel. Well, I've, I've got a couple travel days, but um, um, I will start with if anyone really wants to know that I'm actually a pretty damn good chef. Um, just check out food and wine. I was on the cover. Yes. Front page. Uh, sure was cover boy. And uh, yeah, I'll be filming with uh, Padma Lakshmi from top chef. A couple of the <laughs> yeah, shows. You are. Um, Excuse me. PBS. I might be getting my own spinoff. Um, so what? yeah. What? Yeah. 
Uh, oh my gosh, you get to hang out with one of the and most... it's it's almost ramp season and no one shot. Yes, dude, can I come down? Can I come down and and dig ramps with you and Padma Lakshmi? Please, 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 please. No, I you can come down and clean ramps. You can come down and clean ramps with us. Uh, That's I will the clean. hard parts. <laughs> I get like I, probably 700 pounds of ramps a year. Oh the gosh. easy part is picking them. Okay. The hard part is getting okay. them clean, processed, clean. ready to go. Well, I mean, I can try to clean them, but I can't. I mean, I think you, you definitely need a, an adult to supervise whatever I would. As, uh, but if Padma Lakshmi is the adult who supervised my ramp cleaning, then I'm in. I am in. I, w- I will tell you the, the, the funniest part, like when I'm, I'm dealing with the producers, showrunners, they were like, can Padma go to the woodshed with you and like chop wood? I was like, absolutely. Like, I don't want to chop wood. Yeah, Padma wants to chop wood. Yeah, great. Cool. Oh, I've got a wood. Padma can do whatever the hell she wants to Padma's do. I will do with Padma Lakshmi. Yes, yes that saves me labor. Yes. Great. Right. Perfect. <laughs> um, but no, so like, good. there's so much exciting stuff is happening. Like, the restaurant's opening. We've got an exclusive with uh, Travel and Leisure. They are, are doing a full, full bore cover the magazine everything about the place um wow we yeah i uh you know i hoped but uh had no idea but yeah it's uh blowing blowing the f up well that's awesome i I don't know i don't know because because you just felt like you needed to you felt like you were in a, a fancy magazine or something um but it could not be happening to a better person. We're so excited That's for true. you. We're excited for, for where this goes. Um, congratulations. We'll let you go and have your pre-production meetings with Padma Lakshmi's team. And uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you later. But yes, we will do a pre-draft show. The other thing we will do is we will find that video, that Billy Ray Cyrus video, and we will react to it live. Like we'll yes. play the song and we will I'm react so to the music video for something off that album, if they're even I'm so scared. Videos. There is a shot full of love. Shuffle of love. It's got to get it on the menu. Get it on the bar menu. Of, yeah. Yeah. Get shot full of love on the menu, and you could be playing shot full of love, the album when Pablo Lachman comes it's to a, visit. It's a, it's a white white Russian shot. Um, it's called the shot full of love, and it's on the menu. <laughs> well, what is, oh, Travis, okay, before we go, you have to talk about the, there was some drink that people like will order oh, yes. for bachelor parties. Can you talk about that real quick? What is that drink? It's like some gross thing that, that guys will make other guys get. I can't remember. Like a bar mat? Is. Well, no, not the a bar, bar mat. mat. It's like uh, the, it's dude, like the bar mat's real bad. There's the bar mat. There is the blowjob. There is the four horsemen. Um, <laughs> it was something yeah, I mean, that when, pe- when it would go mat, in people's like, mouths, like it would right. congeal. It would congeal. Oh, freaking cement mixer! Oh, that's oh, right. That. Yeah. Yep. Something. Yep. So I thought it was something with a little more ribald. I thought it was something a little more body than that. But yeah. Well, I mean, there's the poop teeth. We've talked about that. The cement mixer. Yes, poop is, teeth. That's right. Poop teeth. So poop <laughs> teeth is real bad. Cement mixer. I'm I'm gonna throw that one out there. Um, uh, okay, pour cream in the base of yeah. a, a a shot glass, and then you layer it with four layers of of 151. Um, generally like jack jim and then some tequila and you let the you let the cream curdle that's right yeah (laughs) so it hits you and just kind of hangs out in a bad way (laughs) if that makes sense (laughs) it does make sense it's it's usually uh one to make somebody puke 
All right. Well, we'll do that. We'll drink those while we'll, while we'll do the Billy Ray Cyrus video. How's that sound? All right. Okay. We got to run. Gentlemen, thank you. Listeners, thank you. We'll be back shortly. Um, we'll see if we can get Padma on as a as a guest to yes. talk about all all her Jets knowledge draft. about the New York Jets. That would be amazing. We'll, we'll see what we can do. I'll, I'll get I'll get our producers to work on it. All right, guys, thank you, fans, thank you. We'll be back again soon. There's always next year. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.